What's up, you guys? Welcome to Motivation Monday. Uh, if, you had a, if you had Thanksgiving here, if you were an American, happy Thanksgiving. If you're not an American and you were just celebrating you <laughs> and spending time with your family, uh, I hope you had a great weekend and everything else too. So welcome to Motivation Monday. For those of you that are turning, tuning in to the Rise Movement Solutions page, this is part of our MS Gym. This is part of what we do here is movement and mindset. Mindset and movement are equal partners in counteracting and fighting uh, back against MS, counteracting and fighting back against your symptoms and truly allowing you to live the life that you deserve, to live the life that you were meant to live, and to find that potential and find that freedom that you deserve to have in your life uh, so that you do not have to be ruled, controlled, or dictated by your diagnosis of MS anymore. So I want you to imagine this scenario. So you're sitting at a family dinner, and you're sitting there talking and having a good time. And you're just enjoying yourself, and then all of a sudden, you get that uh-oh feeling like, uh, I have urgency. My bladder's going to give out. My MS symptom is that my bladder does not control, and you know that it's this. My, my bladder's going to give out. And you start to freak out, and you're like, um, how am I going to get from here to that bathroom? And I don't want to cause a scene, and I don't want to have everybody see me kind of panic. Because when I panic, my, my foot doesn't lift, and if my foot doesn't lift, and my leg doesn't lift, and if my leg doesn't lift, then I can fall. And if I fall, then I might fall down, and that might inconvenience everybody, and it might burden everybody. I don't want to interrupt this good time. I don't want to interrupt this family event. What if I fall and hurt myself, and then we have to stop Thanksgiving dinner, and then someone has to take me to the hospital because I fall again, and I, I hurt my knee again, and then I can't walk, and if I get to the hospital, and they give me the wrong meds, and I get a reaction, and I'm going to completely ruin all of Thanksgiving because of my MS, and I'm so sick of having MS, and I can't believe I have to worry about this. Why do I have to worry about this? And my, my foot, I just wish my foot would work. I've been putting in the work and working on my exercises and my leg, and I think about this all the time. Why can't I just have a body that works? Why do I have to deal with this? Why can't I just have a Thanksgiving like everybody else? Why do I have to be dealing with this? I haven't had a normal Thanksgiving in five years. I just want to be free. I just want to be normal. I just want to have a life. How does that make you feel? Make you feel anxious? Because that made me feel anxious, and I just made that up. <laughs> Did that make you feel anxious? Like, that's what anxiety feels like. The attacks are random. The attacks are fast. The attacks are furious. The attacks are violent. The, effect, the, the, uh, the attacks are unrelenting. And what happens with anxiety is that you could be sitting in a place where you're happy and you're relaxed, and you're chilling, and you're with a bunch of people who you love, and you care about, doing things that you enjoy, and then you have, a, you have just a smidge of an MS symptom, and it, and it just creates one thought of, uh-oh, and boom! You just go down, and down, and down, and down, and down, and down, into that, 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 that mindset, that mental tailspin of negativity, and worry, and fear, that can derail you and ruin you right then. In a matter of seconds, minutes, you're done. And the thing is, you guys, like anxiety is very real. It's something that I personally deal with. It's something that a lot of people deal with. And then you throw on the struggles of a chronic medical condition or neurologic condition like MS. And anxiety is almost... A guarantee because why because your body doesn't work right and at any given point 
a random MS symptom could attack you, and then your body doesn't function the way that it's supposed to, and then in that current situation, you feel dysfunctional, broken, trapped, and like, I need a way out, but there's no way out. And it leaves you feeling anxious. One thought about your foot, your hand, your eyes, your bladder, your balance, falling, confusion, worry, anxiety, you're just done. The minute that you think about, okay, I have to get up off of that couch and make it to the dinner table, I hope I don't trip, boom, your anxiety city. Literally, it can happen that fast. And here's the thing with MS, a lot of times it'll affect your frontal lobe of your brain, which is right here. That frontal lobe of your brain deals with what's called executive functioning, sequencing, processing, basically the ability to assess a situation and figure out what action steps you need to take in order to manage the situation that is either in front of you, around you, or inside of you. And with MS, because the, the demyelination in your brain, your spinal cord, that neurologic symptom disruption is, is constantly kind of in the background, it can really mess up your ability to sequence and think your way out of an anxious event that can spiral you down quickly so that it doesn't happen. So I wanna to talk to you about how to do that today, because it's so important. Because here's the thing about anxiety, you guys. Anxiety comes from worry. And worry comes from fear. And fear, or and worry is a threat, and threats equal fear. Why do we get fearful? Fear is your brain's neurologic output to stop you from doing something. If you're afraid of stepping forward, so you sit, then the brain doesn't have to worry about you falling on your face. If you're afraid of walking faster than just a hesitant shuffle, then your brain feels safe that it's not gonna fall on its face by making you walk at a snail's pace and barely lifting your feet. Because lifting your leg all the way up is a threat because your brain isn't comfortable with that yet. So fear is a neurologic output from your brain that is telling your body, slow down, stop, caution, put the brakes on. I'm going to add an anchor to your boat so that we don't move too fast. Because if we move too fast, that threatens my survival and therefore I don't like that. It's unpredictable, it's unsafe, so we're not going to go fast. So fear is a neurologic response to worry. Worry is what causes anxiety. Anxiety stems from past failures and unfavorable and uncomfortable and disappointing and frustrating experiences in your past that are then used in your present to predict what's going to happen in your future. Let me say that again. Anxiety stems from unfavorable and unpleasant memories or experiences in your past 
used by your brain to interpret and process how to respond in your present in order to predict a future. So you're trying to control what's about to or what's going to happen by being anxious and putting your body on alert so that you don't end up in an unfavorable, uncomfortable, or painful experience in the future. So the problem with anxiety is that you're never fully present. You're never fully present. Because you're constantly thinking about how you failed or how your body failed you in the past, how your MS symptoms took you out in the past, what happened last Thanksgiving, what happened last Christmas, what happened at that last family event, what happened yesterday when you tried to get up too fast and go to the bathroom and you fell. It uses your past failures to try and interpret the current situation that I have to go to the bathroom again, I have to get across this parking lot again, I have to exercise today to predict what's going to happen in the future. If you're expecting failure and you're constantly moving with fear, then in your, in your, in your faulty patterning, you think that that's going to allow you to have more control when in fact it's going to do the opposite. By living in a constant state of fear about your past, fear in your future, and worry, I'm sorry, fear in your present, and fear about your future, you're just adding, 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 adding to that threat bucket. And when you constantly add to that threat bucket, it's going to constantly give you a neurological output of lack of balance, lack of strength, sitting down, dizziness, faintness, weakness, imbalance, fatigue. Why? Because your body's in a constant state of panic. So if you're in a constant state of panic, in a constant state of fear, in a constant state of, oh no, you're never going to be calm enough. Your brain will never have quiet enough to actually focus on B, G, B, butts, guts, and blades, pelvic tilt, neck in the right position, take a breath, activate my core, lift my leg, step forward, find my balance, find my core, lock my glute, step forward, and so on and so on. You are trying to learn how to move right again. You are trying to use alternative neurologic pathways to move right again. You are using a new language. But if, you're, if, you're, if your native language is always anxiety, fear, panic, worry, then your brain is going to be like, ah! The volume of that anxiety, fear, pain, and worry is going to be up so high that you will never have the quiet space in order to access the new movement language that you are using in order to take that step forward, in order to feel balanced on your feet, in order to feel strong changing direction, in order to feel like you have enough energy to make it through an entire family dinner or social event. Anxiety is just another thing that adds in your threat bucket. And I deal with it on a daily basis. Daily basis. And here's the thing about anxiety. Anxiety and depression, they are, it's, it's unfair. Because anxiety and depression 
lead a two against one front in everybody who is going through a hard time. Because anxiety are like the little traps that your, that your situation sets up. That if you step in that trap, it pulls you. And then you step in another trap and it pulls you. And you step in another trap and it pulls you. And those anxious thoughts just, just claw you and pull you down into the quicksand. And the more you struggle and the more you freak out and the more you panic, you're going down and down and down and down and down. And it will pull you down into that quicksand, into that swamp of depression. And then once you're depressed, like we talked about last week, then you get anxious about the fact that you're depressed. And you're depressed about the fact that you're anxious. And you're in this prison in your mind saying that things can't get better. You can't get better. Things can't improve. And then you have the physical evidence that is actually saying, I can't lift my leg. I can't lift my foot. My hand's clawed up like this. My bladder's out of control. And I'm so exhausted. And it's just this nasty, negative tailspin of beatdowns that you get from one Punisher and the other Punisher. Bam, 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 bam. And it's terrible. And I get it. And I've had to work years, years to stop those anxiety triggers before they pull me down into that pit of, de of, de of de despair and depression. It is not an overnight process. It is not a get fixed quick. And don't for a minute feel guilty or ashamed that you deal with anxiety or you deal with depression or you deal with both because MS sucks. MS is hard. It makes perfect sense why you're anxious about walking from here to an elevator 20 feet away. When most people look at you, are like, why are you, like, it's not just one step in front of the other. Like, I know it's hard, but it's not that far. You'll be okay. No, I'm not okay. No, I'm not okay. In 20 feet, that's like you walking two miles, Mr. or Mrs. Person with no MS. Well, you're tired from MS, just take a nap. That's not, that doesn't help. I don't know when the fatigue's gonna hit. I don't know when the muscle weakness is gonna hit. We'll just eat better. That, that's good, but it doesn't help. Again, I don't know when I'm gonna run out of fuel. I don't know what's gonna set off inflammation. Well, I don't know how to walk right. We'll just practice walking more. That's great, but it doesn't always help because one day I'm able to walk a half a mile, the next day I'm not able to walk half a step. So the thing about MS is it, 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 it naturally creates a lifestyle of anxiety because you never know when it's going to hit and what direction it's going to hit from. You don't know whether you're going to have a good day and a bad day, a good day and four bad days, four good days and one bad day, a month of good times and then three months of a flare-up. You never know. So you're constantly in a state of anxiety. Even the energy of this whole, pre, this whole talk right now is super keyed up on purpose. Because I want you guys to feel what it's like to feel anxious. So I think we built the case that anxiety is legitimately a natural part of living with MS. And so is depression. It makes sense why you feel the way that you feel. It makes sense 
why you live in a constant state of anxiety, depression, uncertainty, unpredictability, and you don't know what's going to happen next, and why, it, why, why MS is not just a physical condition, it is a mental assault of who you are. But there's a way out, okay? There's a way out. There's a method, and there's a way that you can manage yourself. And it's all about confidence, and it's all about reassurance, and it's all about, here's the key word, consistency and repetition. You are going to have to train, as you train your body to move better, you're going to have to train your mind how to think better, your mind how to manage anxiety better, your mind how to take capture, capture those anxious thoughts and be like, nope, you're going to sit over here. Nope, you're going to sit over here. It's just like a game of dodgeball. It's just like dodge this one, dodge this one, dodge this one, catch, you're out. Dodge this one, dodge this one, dodge it, catch, you're out. Every single time you catch one of those anxious thoughts and you throw it away, you take that enemy that's trying to throw that thought at you, you take that MS opponent, you catch it, you look at him, you're like, you're out. You're out. And sometimes you may get hit. But if you get used to those, those, those thoughts coming at you and you know when to catch them and you're confident catching them and throwing them away, that can help you. So the first thing that I need you to do, and then what is effective to do when you're going through these anxiety attacks, is I just, I need you to just stay calm and know that you are okay. It's really hard to do, but you really need to, you need to just stop what's happening, stop Stop the mental hijacking. Stop the runaway train. Just be like, all right, stop for a sec. Stop, stop. You say this to yourself. Stop. Whether out loud, whispered, or internal, just stop. Just close your eyes for a sec. Just breathe. Take about five deep breaths. Just. And I literally want you to feel it melting off of you and that falling off of you. So after you stop and you breathe, because when you breathe slow and you breathe deep, that activates your parasympathetic nervous system. It stops that sympathetic overload of fight or flight, whether struggle or get the hell out of there or just lay down and just, just crawl into a ball. Breathe. And then I want you to evaluate. And, and ask yourself, and I don't say this flippantly, and I don't say this, uh, I don't say this uh, in mockery of any way, but I need you to ask yourself, like, am I going to die from this? And I know that sounds funny, but you actually have to ask your brain, like, is this challenging my survival right now, or is this a temporary conditional state of my body? Because when you ask your brain that, like, okay, am I going to die from this? Am I going to die if it takes me 20 minutes to get from here to the bathroom? No, you're not. Am I having a heart attack? Am I having a stroke? Am I in cardiac arrest? No, you're not. So you need to tell your brain that you're not going to die. That will start to lower your threat bucket. And then the next thing, you, you got you to stop. You got to breathe. You got to evaluate how bad is this really? And then you got to switch your focus onto, have I been here before? 
and what did I do? Because the thing is, is that most people in MS, in the MS gym, have had MS for 10, 11, 15 years. So you guys have been here before. But if you've been in the MS gym for longer than two weeks, you already have resources and you already have things that you've been using, if you've been practicing, ding, if you've been practicing, that you can use to start calming yourself down. That's why I give you the cues of BGB. How do I find my BGB? How do I breathe? How do I chill my body out? How do I redirect my focus onto what I can do, what I'm capable of, what I'm strong in, so that I can calm my body down enough to get out of this anxiety reaction so that I can take action. So you just need to calm yourself down, okay? So stop, breathe, evaluate, redirect your focus. What can I do? Ask yourself, what can I do? Because then that question of what can I do leads to the next thing of being present. Okay? Being present. Now, if you're at like a family event, that means being present to the situation. Like, what can I use to help me get up? Who can I ask for help? Who can I discreetly speak to to be like, hey, uh, my leg's not working so hot right now. Like, a loved one that you trust, obviously. Can you help me get up real quick and just kind of walk with me to the bathroom so I feel like there's someone there? Like, that's a plan. If it's talking about like an overall dealing with anxiety management, you want to stay present as to what resources do I have to deal with my body working better or my mind working better on a daily basis? What exercises have I done? What companion guide can I do? What core program can I practice today? How can I prepare my body before I go into an event that could possibly lead me into anxiety to, 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 to boost my confidence, to show me that I can move well, and to, to retrain my brain and reset and reorient my brain into, into knowing that movement is not a threat. Because what I've seen in the MS gym is those who take proactive action and, and exercise before an event, exercise before errands, or exercise when they come home before they go to bed, they wake up better the next day, or they deal with that current situation which normally causes anxiety, their brain and their body are connecting more because of the power of movement which leads to increased and better mindset which lowers the threat bucket. So all of a sudden they go throughout their whole day being like, you know what, I feel really good. Or they go throughout a pretty chaotic day, come home, do their exercises, and they're like, I actually feel good. So when you have that, I actually feel good, or you know what, I feel good, or oh my gosh, I feel good when I normally don't, you have just uploaded a new neurologic pattern in your brain to help you fight off anxiety. So by being present, by staying connected in with the resources that you have here in the MS gym for exercise, for movement, for things like today with mindset, and then also for people and relationships that you have in the MS gym that know you, understand you, accept you, love you, empower you, educate you, guide you, and are just with you, that allows you to get into a state of being where you can actually lower that anxiety level. Some other things you can do to stay present and really take control 
of anxiety and be like, nope, not this time, not this time, not this time. I own you. I'm your master. Besides moving your body and thinking clear is get quiet. Go sleep. Stop the stimulus. Go lay in a quiet room or put on some good music and just chill, breathe, relax. Um, fill your body with good food. That's another way to stay present and get everything chilling. Call a friend. Get into the MS gym. Talk to someone who supports you. That's a good way to be present. Another way to be present, once you get yourself calmed down, and once you have a successful run, is to write it down. Have, a, have an anxiety trigger journal. And what did you do to get out of it? Because then next time that you have that anxiety attack, another way for you to stay calm is to grab your anxiety journal, flip it open, and be like, oh, okay. All right, two weeks ago, I had the same thing happen. I, I had a social event. I was starting to freak out. Here's the order of exercises that I did. I'm just going to do that again. So when you're in a calm state and you're chilled out and you've had a successful uh, victory over your anxiety, write down what you did because then that will serve as a tool to help get you calm and then as a tool to keep you present so that you can start to walk forward and take action steps out of your anxiety. Okay? Let me look at something real quick. And then the third thing that I want you to focus on, and they all kind of play together, but it's staying connected, okay? So staying connected could be physically staying connected to your programs, your exercises. Me, on this Motivation Monday, staying connected could be emotionally being connected to an MS Jimmer or a buddy group that you have formed or another support system that you have, or maybe a family member or a friend that has been with you through thick and thin, who you always leave after spending time together, and you always feel better. Connect in with those things. Either with movement, with mindset, or with people, relationships. Because when you can actually do something physically, do something mentally or, or uh, psychologically, listen to it, watch it. So you either experience movement, you listen or you watch uh, mental or emotional, psychological stuff, or you emotionally connect with someone that you can talk it out, download and experience that with. That can calm you down, that can keep you present, and that can help you out of that anxiety tailspin. Now the fourth thing to that connection is serving someone else. It's really weird. Like, I don't know about weird. I'll say cool. It's really cool for me, someone who really does struggle with anxiety, is that when I get into the MS gym, and I get to start do, I get to do what I love to do, which is help you guys. I calm down. I chill out. Because I am serving someone else. I'm calm right now. I had an anxiety issue this morning. 
Because I was like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do today. I got to do I had to stop. I talked to Ken this morning. He's a good grounding source for me. I talked to Misty this morning. She's a good grounding source for me. I got in, I read, and I prayed this morning. That's a good grounding source for me. Okay? I worked out. That's a grounding source for me. And now I hear, I'm here with you. If I wouldn't have done all this stuff prior to speaking to you right now, I probably would be anxious and not be doing as well. But I prepared myself knowing that I'm going to get on camera and speak to you guys, and it needs to be, it needs to be beneficial. And then now as I'm teaching and as I'm going through it, and I know that somebody is going to get helped with this, it calms me down. And then when I see the comments afterwards and these comments coming up on screen saying, thank you, this helps me, this is me, thank you, I just need someone to talk to, that's even more anti-anxiety meds for my brain because I'm serving other people. So you either need to physically do something, psychologically do something, emotionally do something, or altruistically, meaning service, altruistically do something that is going to feed your soul positive vibes, positive movement, positive neurologic input that allows your brain to say, I like this, this is safe, this feels good, so that your neurologic output is more movement, better mindset, and better emotional stability. That's the method. That's the way. So I hope this helped you guys. Because this is what I go through a lot. And when, I am, when I'm successful at this, I, I really am in a good state of living. I'm a better person. I'm a better father. I'm a better husband. I'm a better friend. I'm a better coach. I'm a better creator. I'm a better leader. I'm just better. I'm just a better man when I'm not in this anxiety-ridden state. The triggers for me are always worrying about what I have to get done instead of what I can do today. So instead of thinking about what can I do today either to complete the tasks that need to be done or to prepare myself for what needs to be done tomorrow, if I don't do that, then and I start thinking about all the things that I have to do without actually taking action to ameliorate those fears, that's when my anxiety starts getting me. So when I step out of my present, and I focus on my failures from the past, and I use those to dictate the outcome of the future, that's an anxiety bomb in my world. So just because things that you used in your past, exercise, nutrition, therapy, chiropractic, or, uh, medication, just because that didn't work in the past, doesn't mean that you can't use the resources that are right here in front of you today to create a future that is different from what you've experienced in the past. Because remember, if you're constantly using past failures to allow you to interpret today's circumstances or struggles, you will always be focused on a future that is full of failure and strife and struggle. But when you start taking action presently, to create new neurologic, behavioral, and physical patterns today and start documenting those down, guess what? Today 
creates a new past so that tomorrow you can look back on yesterday and realize and cheer the fact that you got that you were successful yesterday. I'm feeling the same way today. Let, and it, it turned out good yesterday. So let's do that again today. And then today turns out better. And then you do it again tomorrow, right? And then you just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So it doesn't matter what happened in your past. Today is the day where you focus on every rep and have awesome movement sessions. Today is the day that you can focus on every thought and be like, nope. And allow yourself a quiet space with nobody else around you and just get alone with your thoughts and see how much anxiety you actually have. That's what happened to me the past three or four days when I unplugged is I became very aware that I have negative, anxious tendencies. And when I started capturing those and be like, nope, get over here. Nope, get over here. Or, or dodgeball, catch, you're out. Catch, you're out. Boom, oh. Catch, you're out. Catch, boom, ah. Catch, you're out. Catch, you're out. I got hit a couple times, but at the end of the day, I won. I won. I captured more thoughts than captured me. And I walked out of, and this happened to me yesterday, I walked out of yesterday having an awesome day. So when you start to, when you start to practice new ways of moving, thinking, and relating to people, that becomes your past. And then the next day, you can use that recent past to reinforce your present state of being to help you get out of your anxious thoughts so that the rest of your day, your future can now be better. And then you just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So just like with movement training, changing the way that you think, perceive, and relate to the world takes time, takes practice, takes dedication, takes commitment, and really, really takes a fire within you to overcome those enemies that have taken you down for years. It can be exhausting. It can be fatiguing. And some days you're like, oh, I don't want to put in the effort today. But just taking that thought right there, I don't want to put in the effort today. And being like, nope, that can lead me down a bad road. Be like, you know what? I'm tired today. I know I'm tired today. I need to rest. But I'm going to do 10 minutes of exercise. And then I'm going to read 10 minutes out of this book or listen to 10 minutes out of something that makes me feel good. And then let me see how I feel. That's all you have to do in a day. 10 minutes of exercise, 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes of listening to something, reading something, watching something that's gonna make you feel better. And then evaluate how you feel. Probably feel a little bit better. You may feel better for 30 minutes and then that anxiety starts to creep back in. Guess what? Rinse and repeat, 10 minutes of movement, five to 10 minutes of, of, of mindset stuff. Evaluate how you feel. You'll probably feel better for longer. Starts to creep in again. Boom, you do it again. And eventually you will start getting better and better and better and stronger and stronger and stronger, both in your heart, your spirit, and your mind in dealing with anxiety. So I wanna give you guys the tools because I love you so much. And I don't want your awesome progress and how much you've been doing and all of those days of movement and focusing on your exercise and, and thinking positively and having positive interactions to be interrupted by stupid anxiety and stupid depression trying to take cheap shots at you two to one, two on one, two on one. 
because that's an unfair fight and I need to make you into better warriors and better athletes and better mental warriors so that you, you're peaceful until you're attacked. You are a peaceful warrior until you are attacked. I don't want you walking along like ready all the time, ready all the time, right? That's not the way to live. You want to walk with peace and walk with serenity, but when you have two against one, back you into a corner, dude, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready. Bam, 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 catch, done. Bam, 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 catch, done. Like, you got to get ready, and then you go back to being peaceful again. Back to being peaceful again. So I love you that much. I want to give you weapons to help you. Because here's the thing, I need you to hear this. And please calm your brain down. Like, take a breath for a sec. Take another breath. Listen to my words. You are strong enough to beat MS. You are capable enough to beat MS. You are worthy of healing. You are worthy of investing time in. You are valuable as a person. You are valuable as a spouse. Whether married or not, you are valuable as a spouse, as a partner. You are valuable as a friend. If you have children, you are valuable as a parent. You are valuable as a patient to be invested in. You are not dismissible. You are not forgettable. You are not disposable. You are not rejectable. I love you, and so does the MS gym. I accept you, and so does the MS gym, the whole community here. I respect you, I honor you, and so does the MS gym. I want you here. You belong here. This is your home. You're safe here. You are safe here. You are safe here. Because I, as your leader and Papa T of this house, will not allow anybody to attack you. And if they do, they will have to answer to me. Because you need to be in a place where you're safe and you're secure and you can feel confident just being who you are, sharing your struggles, not feeling judged, not feeling like you have to put on a front, but truly sharing your struggles with the intention of getting the help you need so you can improve. Not just to commiserate and just com like complain and gripe, but share your struggles with the intention of asking for help so that you can improve as you move throughout this journey. I'm here for you. This is my life. This is what I'm dedicating the rest of my life to because you are that important. This family is that important. The victory over MS is that important. But it all starts here. It all starts with your mind. I'm sorry for those of you that don't like my battle analogies, but I, I, I'm sorry. It's a truth. It is a freaking truth. You have negative thoughts and positive thoughts. You're either bringing negative thoughts in or you're bringing positive thoughts in. Either the negative thoughts win or the positive thoughts win. That's all there is in life. There are no neutral thoughts. There are no neutral thoughts. They're either taking you out or they're building you up. Your thoughts are either destroying you or they're elevating you. They're either bringing you death or they're bringing you life. It's just the way it is. Has been since the beginning of time. 
So I need to equip you as peaceful warriors to walk in a state of confidence, boldness, and authority, keeping your threat bucket low and knowing that you're in the progress and process of healing. But when it's time to fight and it's time to take things captive and it's time for you to put your fists up, ready for that enemy that's coming against you, for you to say, not today, MS. You can't have me today because I'm going to win over you because I've been training and I've been waiting for you. That is my job as your coach. So I hope you guys got a lot out of this. I will be sending out an email later today that kind of just summarizes just my thoughts on what I went through this past weekend and hopefully it just kind of backs up what we talked about um, and the, the, the anxiety and the staying calm, staying present and staying connected is a big theme here on the MS Gym and we talk about that a lot. So what I'd like you guys to do in the comments section before I sign off here is I want you to briefly, briefly, <laughs> maybe a couple bullet points, what are some things that you do to help stay calm, stay present, and stay connected when your MS symptoms are out of control, your family relationships are kind of crazy, your financial profile doesn't look so good, just life smacks you in the back of the head, people smack you in the face, you get sucker punched by depression and anxiety, what have you found effective for allowing yourself to get back on track Block out all the rest, stay focused on what you're doing, reconnect with your vision, assure yourself that you can and you are strong enough to live a life by design and block out the crappy prognosis and crappy diagnosis and crappy feedback that you have around you. Like what do you do to stay calm, stay present and stay connected? I'm really interested to see what you guys have to say. I know that by you posting comments right now, you are now serving someone else Therefore, this is an anti-anxiety exercise right now because it's allowing you to connect into how you do things, how you defeat anxiety, and then you know that if it works for you, it will work for someone else because there are thousands and thousands of people just like you in this community waiting, hoping, and just desperately seeking ways for them to deal with their anxiety as well. So I love you guys. Thank you for being here. For those of you that haven't seen the MS Gym, this is what we're all about. So go to the Facebook page, get into our MS Gym free group. If you have MS or another neurologic condition, this is for you. This is only for you. And that is who we let into the group. It's not a free for all, it's a closed group. There is a process to let people in so you can feel safe and secure knowing that in the MS Gym, your identity, your, your, your case, your symptoms, and your struggle and your journey will be kept private in that group. It is not a public group. So if you have MS, if you have Parkinson's, if you have a neurologic condition, if you have a chronic illness where it just beats you down and you just need help, we were made for you. This is your home, this is your house, I am your coach, I will protect you, you will heal, you have a family here, this is what you came for, you are not here on accident. All right, so I love you guys, have an awesome day, I'll talk to you later.